Right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Leanne Bach with M Realty. Keep your finger on the pulse of Portland's hot real estate market. Call Leanne for unparalleled customer service and the highest level of marketing available. Make sure your position in the marketplace doesn't leave money on the table by visiting leannebach.com or call Leanne direct at 503-349-7890. By Chew Dining Club. Chew gives you rewards and intel from Portland's best restaurants. Just download the app right now and check in at participating establishments. Get the rewards you want, like free pizzas, drinks, extended happy hour deals, and more. Plus exclusive information about fun food events and invites too. Chew. And by PortlandFoodAndDrink.com. Portland's original food and drink news and review blog brought to you by the legendary food dude. Now featuring the huge outdoor dining list you'll need to eat, drink, and enjoy the Portland summer sunshine and fresh air. Check it out today at portlandfoodanddrink.com. at it Chris for another week it's a soundbite edition of right at the fork I like the soundbites they're a little break we do them what every three weeks now so uh, well, if this is all if this is your only experience with the podcast yeah the previous two and the next two weeks are going to be long form interviews right so uh, welcome to right at the fork I'm Cor Johnson and this is Chris Angeles from Portland food adventures see you keep us in line well I'm I going t- off on a tangent already well I have I have <laughs> one role here and that's to just keep us moving along no okay I, I have more roles role than that, than that. But, uh, and we got some donuts too. So rolls and do. donuts. That's, yes. We don't have any churros. <laughs> no churros. Yeah. Well, Tress from Voodoo <laughs> Donuts brought us some donuts. What's this? Absolutely, I should have brought some. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. No, it's all right. Actually, there's. If you look behind you, there's a no food or drink right. sign, and that is a hard and fast rule. Pretty strict policy. Yeah. So, so um, I'm pretty close to breaking that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've had those donuts here in the room for a good hour, right. and they smell so good. Yeah, well, we'll get to them eventually. So um, it's really cool. We've had, actually, if you go back in the archives, it was about probably a little a little over a year ago. Yeah. We had Jose Chesa. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, because I'm big on pronunciations, and I'm bad at them. <laughs> is it do you is it really Chesa or Chesa? Chesa. Chesa. Ch- Chesa. Well, well, I mean, it just depends, but... Um, if I if I say it, Chesa, uh, with the um, but the Americans, e- what yeah. We- well, Amer- I mean, most people say Chesa, but it's Chesa. It's like more close. I've been saying Chesa, and yeah. I, you and I have been intimately yeah. involved, not in a sexual <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> but Chesa, yeah. Chesa. But we've been we've been hanging out together for a long time, and I've been probably I've been mispronouncing it. It's crazy. No worries. Now, now you see, Court, why I'm so self conscious about pronunciation. Right. No. You say everything wrong. It's crazy. But, <laughs> but so anyway, Jose, a key figure in the food world here in Portland. Yeah. Um, uh, and three years ago, a lot of people didn't know who you were except Christina right. and a lot of people who love yeah. you. And But uh, but you opened uh, a towel, at, was it three years ago now? A uh, towel will be three years in August. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, a towel, which is uh, now one of, always on every eater Every list of the best restaurants, not only in Portland, but it's starting to hit lists in the world. 
in the country, too. Uh, you're doing some great things over there, and you just recently opened Chessa. I opened Chessa and about over three <laughs> months ago in uh, 180, the mm-hmm. tour place. You opened those, open those like at the exact same time, yeah? Uh, or where there was a little bit uh, of a delay? It was a month. Um, okay. 180, we opened first, and then month after, we opened okay. uh, Chessa. And they're both doing really well. You've you've adjusted the hours for 180 a little bit. Absolutely, I adjusted the hour just the fact that you know we thought that in the morning we'll have more uh, traffic of people, but we realized people will start coming more from noon on. So you know we changed. Um, uh, so we open now from Monday uh, through Friday uh, from noon to ten to eight. And then Saturday and Sunday, we do uh, 10 o'clock to 8. Okay, so the early risers like me have to sit around and wait. <laughs> have to start doing something online and then go in. So the reason um, that we wanted to have you on the podcast today were, was a couplefold. The, the sound bites are generally people's favorites uh, in Portland, different categories of things. And um, after having visited... Barcelona a couple of times. I used to say that, well, Barcelona is a little bit like Portland on steroids. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not the same, but the food, you can expect a lot of good food over there. And you've always been asked by a lot of your customers where to go in Barcelona. It's a popular travel destination. And so as a result of that, we started doing this these trips last year. We did a trip last year. We took 16 people to Barcelona. We had an incredible time. I'll tell you what, I've been thinking back on that lately and thinking the group that we had uh, were such great people. And some of them are, have want to come along on other trips now. But it was such an incredible group, varied in age group. And now, you know, the Sermenos and, and, uh, and Becky and Dan, they're all good friends. And it's good to see they're hanging out. And we're doing another trip this year, yeah. um, and we have some room. That's one Absolutely. reason we wanted to have you in. We wanted to give people the opportunity to know about this, a little, a little more information about it, and give them an idea of the places that kill two birds with one stone. Absolutely. Give them an idea of the places that we're going to visit, but also they don't have to come on this trip with us to know these places we're going to talk about. But, yeah. but take a look at uh, portlandfoodadventures.com and see, I think we have... Uh, six or eight people right now we have room for 16 we got two spots for con roca which is i think it's on your list still left um we have some room for it but so come to barcelona with us if you'd like and we will welcome you with open arms but also this list is for you if you don't go as well Uh, the thing like uh barcelona last year we we have experienced uh such a great time you know Uh, the folks that came with us was uh such an amazing people and i think it was a um, really joyful uh, to see, you know, to take him to every, every place that, you know, I, you know, really liked every time I, I go to Barcelona and, and share those experiences with uh, people that are, um, either they've never been to Spain or Barcelona or like um, they've been, but they, you know, they've never uh, been to those places. Um, I think it's a, it's a new experience. And I think like uh, going to Barcelona, you know, uh, with, this experience makes it unique. You know, we we see you can you can read a list, Abs- but to go there with a guy who worked with some of these people and comes from there, so has a different perspective, that is pretty cool. And I will just say about you, Jose, and I mean this, uh, I mean this sincerely, from the get go, the way you handle yourself at Atala and now your new restaurants, 
you have a passion for what you do and you really want people to enjoy it. And I really got to see that it, in Barcelona. You weren't going for any other reason other than, well, we thought it was a, a wonderful idea to really express the heart of Atala and, and your restaurants. But you weren't going for any other reason than to passionately share what is in your heart and where you came from with other people. So these places that you went, you literally had tears in your eyes as some of them we were sharing, especially Kanjubani and yeah. your and your buddy at Tousset. Yeah. Uh, those the, it was it was a special opportunity. Well I think it's uh it's uh, besides uh to share my passion at the restaurant with the customers and and just make them happy and comfortable. For me to to be in Barcelona I I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to the people enjoy so so much if if the same if they would go to the restaurant. You know, I wanted to make sure like they were happy and, and they were enjoying and they were learning. Because the fact that you go on a different culture, like in Spain has a lot of things to offer. Uh Barcelona has a lot of things and and at the same time to to share the the places that I either work or uh like Andrew Bain, like um he's He's like my uh, big brother in Spain and and my mentor as well, but uh, but yeah, and just to repeat uh, the experience this year and and you know with with another uh, big thing which we, we go into Canroca, Canroca best restaurant in the world uh, over two and a half years wait list. So I think it's it can make this a unique unique experience. Right. So. We have a list. I'm going to throw a couple of mine, which basically came from you, because before I even knew you, I was one of the customers at Atala who said to you, "Where I'm going to Barcelona. Um, where should I go? And you gave me some of the places. So I'm going to leave some for you, but there are a couple um, that I wanted to read. And then when I'm done, we need to talk about a little grass-fed beef. Yes. Too. So there are a few for me that I've really enjoyed. I've been The first time I went... Um, I ended up going back two or three times uh, before you and I went together, which was Bar Quinete. And uh, not far from Bocria, and uh, their menu was incredible. They have a, like a langostino omelet that's just like nothing I've ever had. The prawns were actually langostinos. Everything there. Um, I went with Wendy last year again, the night before we started our whole venture. And uh, I specifically remember the the filet and the foie gras little sandwich sliders oh, yeah. that they did, which were yeah. pretty incredible. Delicious. So that was, and I like the vibe there. You sit at the uh, sit at the sh- the counter and just the waiters are all fun, and um, or the servers are all fun, and you go back and forth. The other place that you didn't give me that I found on my own, which I was really happy, and we went last year, Bar Central and the Bocaria. Yeah. And to go there for breakfast and you order the vegetable plate or the sea- and the seafood plate for a couple of people and just share that, that is, you could fly to Barcelona, have that, leave, and be very satisfied. So that was my favorite. Another, I'm going to throw a couple out here, two that you uh, had given me, one that we didn't go last year, which was Bravo over at the W Hotel. Oh, well, yeah, Bravo 24. Bravo 24. It's funny, it's listed yeah. both ways, but... Bravo 24, that was the highest end meal we had when I went the year before mm. we went. Um, and I went with some friends. We had five of us. It was a great, just fantastic thing. We didn't sit down until 10. And uh, it's a really nice thing to get out to that hotel on the water. 
Um, and the food, the paella was fantastic there. And the presentations, the drinks were great. That was great. And then the place we went last year that I've been a few times now, Taperia Lolita. Taperia Lolita. And... Um, which that, used to be, which used to be a, a Albert Adria's first. Uh, was it really? Yeah. Did he sell it? N well, he uh, he just um, um, I can't remember now the name, but uh, Inopia, yeah. So that was but Inopia, which is uh, which is it, it was Taperia Lolita, but Albert Adria's uh, concept. And then he he just left, and and this guy took it over, and then he wanted to find a bigger space and. And yeah, but one of the things like it, it it was really popular. So there was a couple of things in the menu that it has to stay from Albert Adria. So every time you go there and and you have a couple of things that are staples that you can't he can't take it up. What were some? Because I ordered the rabbit legs rabbit last legs, time, yeah. and they weren't as as they weren't what I remember them to be the year before. So I thought maybe I got something different, but. Um, no, normally they they are really good, like you know pr probably have not pretty good luck, but normally they're really crispy and juicy and uh, oh they were good, but they uh, weren't meaty enough. Yeah, the last time. Yeah, but there was something that was very meaty, and I'm going to segue into this that this sandwich that we had the slider, oh, yeah. the beef oh, yeah. slider, yeah, um, so delicious, really, and really so good. smooth. Let me ask you a question. We're gonna set, we're gonna do a little message here. Do you serve a lot of grass fed beef, or do you? Do you source uh, it? I absolutely, uh, I am really pro that, you know, i really supportive to, you know, to grass-fed beef. I, I think it's uh, it's really important to know what kind of beef you eat, what kind of meat you eat, because nowadays it's really hard to 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 find, like, um, uh, like a, a pretty good healthy and meat. But we are in one of the best places, you know, to find, like, grass-fed and, and all kinds of, produce and well that that's the perfect thing we uh, i discovered this uh company called crowdcow.com and that's crowd cow crowd cow crowdcow.com yeah and um they serve grass-fed dry-aged beef and it's a pretty cool concept you go online they feature a different farm at any given time and you're you you uh buy a share or buy a steak you become a stakeholder. A stakeholder in a, in a cow. Pun intended. And um, and when that is all sold, it's called tipped, and then they ship it out to everybody. So I bought a $100 share last week. and um, How much of a beef was that? Did you know what percentage of the beef? I don't know what percentage, but you get different cuts. So right. I, got some, I got some New York steaks. I got a lot of burger meat. I got some beef shoulder steaks. I got some others, too. It all got delivered the next day. And my son and I had some of the burger meat this couple of days ago. Yeah. It was absolutely delicious, well marbled, so it was very flavorful. Right. And uh, really good stuff. You can't get a lot of, you can't get burger meat in the grocery store that has been dry aged and, you know, ground from dry aged beef. Right. I don't think, and you can't get it as simply, so... I think what I like about this, Chris, is I used to buy, I used to, my brother used to raise cows, and I, I that's why I mentioned up how he, I would buy like a quarter beef or half a beef, mm -hmm. and I always knew what he was feeding the cow, how it was treated and, and whatnot, and then, so I knew where it was coming from every time, and this is the way for you to do that yourself by going to crowdcow.com. You find out what what uh, farm it is. And there are different shares you can buy, yeah. different stakes, so you can buy a... A uh, hundred fifty dollar package, ninety nine dollar for less, and it right. shows you the different things. So it is, it's really cool. I really enjoyed it, and uh, the folks were nice enough. They're out of Seattle, 
to uh, support this podcast. So, and I support them. I would not want to say it was delicious and wonderful and, and lead everybody there if I didn't believe that. Same, I, same thing with Barcelona. I uh, wouldn't want to say this place is great and go there unless I really believed it in my heart. Uh, absolutely. You know, and it's, yeah. I remember last year going to the market, uh, PSU market, where I go every week, and I stopped some of these uh, tents, and this person was selling some uh, meat, and he had, like, several pictures, so you can pick an animal, and so they would take this animal, raise that, and just have a supply for you. Um, so it was really, really cool. I mean, and... Uh, yeah, where you're getting close to your source, and Absolutely. you're under a little more appreciation for Absolutely. what you're what you're eating. So, speaking of close to the source, the Barcelonan is going to tell us some some great places, and these are some places we may or may not go. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, on our trip, we need to have a certain number of people, and we will we can't book a lot of the restaurants until we actually yeah. have that many people. So. Um, um, anyway, with that in mind, let's hear some of yeah, your, let's, your uh, favorites. Well, we have uh, Luis eighteen fifty six, which actually it's it's one of the new restaurants that uh, there been it's been really popular in Barcelona. It's picking up a lot of press, uh, and there's a Michelin star uh, chef uh, Jordi Vila, uh, which you know he's been doing like just such a great things on to this uh, Barcelona style food and. Uh, so really high quality food and really comfortable, and um, you know he's got uh, this. No, go ahead. I was gonna. I was just gonna inject there that uh, Luis eighteen fifty six is in the um, is now just opened. Yeah, and it's in the factory Moritz where they factory Moritz. In a, Moritz is you know one of the most common. It's it's actually Barcelona beer. Like like most places have uh, Moritz, uh, and it's yeah it's. Um, Despite that, I don't like beer. You know, I'm not, I'm not like a beer uh, guy, but uh, but you know, he's really popular, and, and the restaurant itself, and it just just uh, it's just gonna be a blast. Um, uh, another one that I want to mention is Canjuwine. Canjuwine is that's spelled C-A-N-J-U-B-A-N-Y. Yeah. Uh, so Canjuwine is one of the uh, my best ever experience, and and I continuously want to. Just take, you know, the people with us and just have the same experience and 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 share the passion that the guy has that is really comparable. Um, you know, his son Jovine comes. You know, he comes. He last year he came to my house. He spent the month. This month he's coming uh, again. You know, he's gonna stay with me and we just have such a relation. And despite that, the restaurant is, is incredibly um, besides good. It, it just the whole people that works with um, the ingredients. They have a farm that is like 15 feet away from the restaurant, uh, and it's it, about an hour outside of Barcelona. It is 45 about a, minutes to an hour. Yeah, for yeah, up north. Um, it is not a long drive, but it's worth the trip. It's absolutely it's worth the trip. Beautiful restaurant. Yeah, in in the hills. Yeah, and the thing that was the most impressive to me was that the best view from yeah. In the restaurant is from the kitchen. Yeah, which means that taking care of employees, it's it's kind of like taking care of your absolutely your your product. Yeah, you're taking care of your employees. Yeah. Just and everybody gets to walk through the the kitchen. The uh, doesn't mean we didn't have a great view from that second floor. But yeah. it, but it was it's a beautiful spot. They turn they turn twenty years like 
couple months ago. Um, so they they're really um, steady players, and, and it just the 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 whole package, the whole uh, experience in Gangeline. So I think just about everybody on our trip, save for maybe a couple, um, everybody thought that was their. If not, certainly everybody thought it was their best meal on yeah. our trip which was included probably about 15 20 places over yeah. 7 days but many people said that was the best meal they'd ever had yeah so and you know I'm really 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 close to him it's my mentor worked there and so how long did you work there uh I was for 5 6 around close to 5 months um and uh but it just made a whole experience it made a whole such a good relationship with with Nandu and the whole family, so, you know. The cover picture for the podcast, if you happen to get it through a source where you can see the picture yeah. on SoundCloud, that will be you and Nandu. <laughs> so. uh, another one I want to mention is Disfrutar. It's, it was the the most recent, really, really amazing, amazing experience that I uh, that I that I have my last trip to, to Barcelona. Disfrutar, it's a restaurant that actually now is, it got, Awarded uh, the one of the best the best restaurants um, in Europe. It's included on the list uh, on one of the list, uh, and it's actually there was the one of the fifty best in Europe. Um, and this is amazing because it's run by these three guys. Um, the there used to be the chefs of El Bulli, you know, for many 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 years. So they, so they know their stuff a little bit. Absolutely, the so, best restaurant in the world. Now they're running yeah. this. So. They they wanted to they wanted to experience uh, their techniques in this beautiful layout restaurant, uh, open kitchen. They've had the 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 most advanced technology when it comes to um, uh, tools and, and and well, I mean, imagine like running Albuji Kitchen for many years. So they wanted to display that into this place in Barcelona. They're, they actually, if you're planning to go up to Cadaqués, which is the last uh, town before going in France in, in Costa Brava, they have a restaurant called Compartir, which means share. And they have one of the best, best food ever. So I think it's a, it's a completely a privilege to go to this frutar and, and just, the, this frutar means like enjoy. Right. So, I think uh, when I looked at the Eater 38, which they, I didn't know they have in Barcelona too, believe it or not. Yeah. And this was the rising, this was the restaurant that was rising the fastest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's Disfrutar. Disfrutar, yeah. And uh, there was, there's another one uh, called Pinocho, which is, it's right in the center when you walk into the Boqueria Market, just on the right hand side, we have this. Beautiful small spot that, unless you go early in the morning, it's hard to find a spot at the bar. But we managed to get six people there. We oh yeah, we got good at that. We were really, uh, you know, the, the the first to get in and and just they were, you know, getting everything fresh and ready. Mm-hmm. Really amazing to see that old guy. Uh, really, really gentleman. Uh, really kind man, and just the. Seen over and over and over all the years. Every time I've gone there, I've seen him. And then I was watching Rick Steves in Barcelona, and he was on that. Yeah. So it's always a pleasure. And and the chickpea. The The chickpeas with balasasis was absolutely delightful. That's full. And then what are the things that you're serving at 180 that we had there? The the uh, oh the chucho. Chucho. Yeah. And 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 I remember last time the last time we went last year with the group, 
they had the chuchos just warm, made, just made. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, they were fantastic. So uh, you can get those over at 180, by the way, sometimes. You don't always have them, right? This, we, this, we, this. we have a limited amount uh, at 180 every day, so uh, we, we tend to have it like, uh, you know. When you open. Absolutely. Okay. One more. One more. Canroca. Uh, Canroca, it's, it's um, for me, when I want to talk about Canroca and just the history of a family restaurant that have been open for so many years, and they went to, like, when it comes to this family, that uh, Juan Roca, Jordi Roca, Josep Roca, like three brothers, uh, one runs the kitchen, one runs the, the dining room, one runs the pastry, uh, Jordi Roca was uh, nominated the best um, uh, pastry in the world. The whole restaurant was two years in a row, uh, best restaurant in the world. And at the same time, uh, they had this all small spot that is named Can Roca next to it, a block before, which it's with all started. Like his mom is there cooking the family meal for Can Roca employees. And it's just amazing. Over two years wait list, and it's one of the biggest experiences that even myself, I wanted to see it. It's, um, it's. It was so on the San Pellegrino list. Yeah. 2015, which 2015. was last June. Yeah. So I hope we don't know whether it's going to it's make it again 16, but best restaurant in the world. Yeah. So that's best that's restaurant in Olson 2013 was best restaurant in the world. Um, and, uh, and yeah, in 2014 with the second, and then they went back up on 15, and they got Very the best. So we have the opportunity to go there. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, thank you. So uh, My pleasure. No, really cool that you that, that we have someone in Portland who's, who's versed in Barcelona. I think there are probably a few Spaniards in Portland, but no one who's cooking the way you are, and thank no one who's accomplished what you have in a very short period of time. So uh, thank you so much for coming it's, on. And it's I, my honor. And I want to thank you for doing the trips with us because they are just uh, the highlight. That was one of the highlights of my life last year, and I'm hoping that we continue doing them for a few years. I hope at we will. Least. And um, so find out about that at PortlandFoodAdventures.com. Find Jose at Atala and Chessa and 180 over on Broadway. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Bringing back sweet memories.